This particular gospel happens rather early in Jesus's ministry. And I think that's going to be interesting to reflect upon. Of course, the last few weeks we've been hearing about Jesus healing people. And we've heard particular um, events that, and miracles that he has been doing uh, through his, just through his power. As he has removed particular demons, as he has healed those who are sick with many different illnesses. Today, Jesus speaks about being the salt of the earth and light to the world. It's kind of a shift, it seems, or a change. Um, he is now empowering uh, those who are following him to be this same light and this same salt in the world. I think it's very beautiful. Definitely we follow Christ. Definitely we meditate upon his life. Definitely he is uh, the center of our life and of our heart and especially our spiritual life. But he also wants to empower us to be that same light and that same salt in the world that he is to us, allowing us to be that to others. I can remember rather distinctively as a younger boy and being invited in to do particular things that I had watched my father and my mother do. Um, and it was very powerful. It was like, hey, this is my turn. This is now my opportunity. Now, it might have been doing the dishes and mowing the grass, and it might have been, in some sense, being able to, to throw to the football or to be able to do other particular things that I had been watching my parents do. And there was something, to this opportunity that now I was able to participate in what they were participating in that I now was trusted <laughs> enough, in some sense, to do these particular things. Even if half the water was splashed all over the place in doing the dishes, or even if I missed a few spots in mowing the lawn, or even if I didn't, in some sense, do those particular things perfectly, there still was, again, of a being entrusted. I want you to also be part of these particular things as well. And not so much, again, just menial laboral tasks, but definitely participating in church. Um, I can remember the faithfulness of my parents, even still today, being invited to come and to participate in church each Sunday, and being able to be part of what my parents and aunt and uncles and grandparents and others were also being part of as well. I also was invited to partake and to participate in these particular things, and I recognized um, the joy and the peace again, to be doing what I saw my parents doing, what I saw other people doing. And for me, at least, in being light and being salt, the most powerful things that I have learned in my own life in desiring to follow Christ and be his light and be his salt is when I have experienced other people being light and when I've experienced other people being salt. When I experienced their lives and their desire to know and to follow Christ, it encouraged and drew me deeper into that particular mystery as well. When I saw other people praying, when I saw other people desiring to follow God, when I saw other people turn away from sin and make a choice to do something other than that, always struck me. And it, in some sense, enlivened me. Uh, just as salt, it kind of makes you want to eat more. Um, flavors the food that, that is there and wants to draw you and enter into that mystery deeper. So maybe I could leave you with three particular things. What does light do for us 
And what can you allow light in your life to do for others? And to maybe focus on three particular things. Life, I think, gives security and protection. Light also gives hope. And light also gives a sense of freedom. And so just to focus on those three things real quickly, and maybe encourage you to focus on those three things throughout this week, a sense of light as protecting or security. When we are in the light, everything is seen, right? When you're in the light, you can see where you're going and you don't walk into something. Um, When you're in the light, you can see the people that are around you, how close they are, where they're at. When you're in the light, um, we hopefully feel comfortable and at peace. When we live in the light, we feel secure, right? Um, We can see things. Other people can see us. and, And there is a sense of hopefully peace, right? That hopefully also particular things are also brought into the light, right? So when we go to the sacrament of reconciliation, we're able to bring things into the light, right? We're able to speak of our sins and our mistakes and to bring them to the light of Jesus Christ. We move them out of darkness into light. Uh, Turning on the light when you walk into a room, a normal response, right? Turning on your headlights when you're driving. You would never think about, in some sense, driving without your headlights or going into a room without turning the light on. So the sense of security and protection that comes from living in the light. And again, just to kind of go back to that earlier example, if you are with other people who live in the light, who are following the Lord and Jesus is with them, you feel secure when you're with them. You feel at peace when you're with them. Hopefully this is your parents. Hopefully this is close family and friends, maybe siblings. Particular people who are living in the light, there is a sense of security and peace you find when you are with them. Hopefully they also find that with you. The second is a light as a sense of hope. Um, and the best example, I think, is the sunrise, right? When the sun comes up, the darkness has been dispelled and the light is coming back into the world. Uh, there is a sense of that new light has overcome the darkness. Jesus Christ has entered into the world and the darkness has not overcome him. So the sense of hope that God gives to us, right? The promise that he gives to us that we will be with him for eternal life for those who believe in him and follow him. So light gives us hope. Uh, life gives us peace. I can remember uh, part of our seminary formation and uh, Sam will get to do this this summer is uh, IPF, not IPF, um, CPE, Clinical Pastoral Education in a Hospital. And so I was a chaplain at the hospital at Scott and White in Temple, and I was there for 10 weeks. And we had to do what they called 10 overnighters. So everybody would leave at 5 p.m. I would hook on four beepers around my waist, and I was the only chaplain from 5 p.m. till 8 a.m. the next morning. And usually you got called two or three or four different times throughout the night, And you would go to the emergencies that came in and you would provide spiritual counsel in whatever way was needed. And I can always remember many times going to the sixth floor at about five o'clock in the morning. And I was just waiting, looking to the east for the sun to come up. And I always enjoyed, I was like, all right, it's a new day. The sun has come back out. Uh, There is hope, there is peace. God is here with us. That sense of light that brings hopefulness, right? God has not forgotten us. God has not abandoned us. And so recognizing, how are you light to other people? Do not abandon them. You haven't forgotten them. 
Is there anybody who God might be calling you to call, to reach out to, maybe a brother or a sister, maybe um, somebody you haven't talked to in a long time, maybe somebody who has lost a loved one, maybe somebody you haven't seen in a while? Is God calling you to be hope and light to these particular people? And then finally, a sense of freedom. Light gives us a sense of being free. The light, Jesus Christ, has destroyed sin and death. Light gives us the freedom to make choices not to sin, but to make choices to be light like Christ. And so, in some sense of recognizing how light gives me the power to make good choices, how light encourages me, supports me, sustains me, it encourages us. Light helps us to recognize that I too can live in the light. I too can live as Christ in this world. I too can be free of sin and temptations and struggles that many times we fall into. Many sins, there of course is no private sin, but these days a lot of times sinfulness does happen when we're by ourselves, sometimes even in the darkness, sometimes getting caught up on particular images on the phone, sometimes getting caught up in different gossips or conversations sometimes getting caught up in a sense of judgment, just judging and um, making particular comparisons about others in our minds, in our hearts. So God desires for us to be free of these particular things. How can his light help us to be free of sin, to live in that light that he gives to us? So this week, I may encourage you to see and reflect on how is Jesus Christ your light? And maybe reflect to see how people have been light to you. How have they provided security? How have they provided hope? And how have they helped you to be free from sin in your own life? And ask the Lord to give you strength and courage to be that same security, hope, and freedom to others.